Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. Well, I saw this story and was like, yeah, we know the Houston Texans are asking a boatload for Deshaun Watson. We also know Deshaun Watson is in a heap of trouble right now after 22 women stepped forward about misconduct. Well... What shocks me more is reading the fact that the Dolphins were very much willing to trade for Deshaun Watson under the circumstances that he currently has where there seems to be no settlement in sight whatsoever, but they're more worried about the asking price than they are a moral and value set involving their team. And I'm shocked by this, and this is exactly why so many of you and at times me, refer to the NFL as the National Felon League. I understand Deshaun Watson is innocent until proven guilty, but there is absolutely such a thing as perception and optics when it comes to franchise quarterbacks. We're not talking safety here. We're not talking cornerback. We're not talking running back, okay? We're talking about your franchise quarterback in a heap of trouble involving women. Okay, I don't give a damn what you say. If you think it is normal, because when you involve his attorneys bringing out all those women on Deshaun Watson's behalf, we're talking about 40 women here that Deshaun Watson at the very least had some kind of serial, repeated, twisted contact with. Okay, may have been legal contact, could have been. But I've said before, can you imagine Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, and the list goes on and on doing this as a franchise quarterback? The answer is quite simply no, absolutely not. And it shocks me that this fan base, the Dolphins fan base, is so willing to sell their soul to get a franchise quarterback and particularly the owner, Stephen Ross. I'm shocked by this. Uh, personally, I'm a 49ers fan. I don't want this some bitch anywhere close to my 49ers. I'll take my chances with Jimmy Garoppolo every day because at least I know Jimmy's got his head screwed on straight. I find this crazy. Mike Florio, today, two weeks ago, many throughout the league believed that the Texans would imminently trade quarterback Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins. And everybody thought that was crazy, including me. I thought, there's got to be no way. And then I read this, and I'm like, you're kidding me. That feeling made its way to the league office, giving that, per a source, with knowledge of the situation, the Dolphins were communicating with 345 Park Avenue to get more information about Watson's status. The Dolphins wanted to know whether or not Watson would be placed on paid leave 
pending a reg- resolutions of legal proceedings and or whether to be placed whether uh, and to what extent he'll eventually be suspended without pay if he's not prosecuted and if and when the 22 civil lawsuits pending were settled however the league didn't tip his hand because the league never does in matters of this nature as recently explained the league has not even begun to make a decision on whether to place Watson on paid leave because the league doesn't have to make a decision if the Texans will be paying him to not play pending a trade. If and when he's traded and prepares to play, the league would then decide whether to place him on a commissioner's exempt list. Per a source with knowledge of the conversations, that's not what caused the Dolphins to back off. It was the asking price. One of the Texans refused to soften despite the questions swirling around Watson. Although it's been widely reported that the Texans want three first-round picks and two second-round picks, someone in the know mentioned that the Texans wanted four ones and two twos from the Dolphins. That's crazy. Although, by rule, teams can only trade picks three drafts in the future, the Dolphins could have or would have two first-round picks in 2023, giving them four in the next three drafts. Okay. So, yes, a trade was moving towards happening. I just can't believe this. Ultimately, the Texans refused to reduce their demands to reflect the uncertainty, especially with the possibility that he'd be placed on lead if he's traded and prepares to start playing. Thus, as explained the other night during the Cowboys-Bucks pregame, the next question becomes whether a grand jury actually indicts Watson. So, the craziest part about this scenario is that it was the asking price more than the moral and value set side coming from the Dolphins. Okay, you're asking for four ones. We think that's too high. Do I think that's too high? Of course I do. Uh, But they're saying, okay, if you'd have said three ones, we would have pulled the trigger and brought this clown onto the team. I find that crazy that they were willing to balk at the complete uncertainty around Deshaun Watson. Is Deshaun Watson a good quarterback? He's a damn good quarterback. But do you remember the last time that Tom Brady had a team only win four or five games, you can't remember that because it's never happened. So one could say that in order to be a true otherworldly franchise quarterback, you've got to be able to elevate bad teams into winning. And I can't see that Deshaun Watson can do that. I understand they scored a boatload of points with Watson, but there were no W's, okay? So for all intents and purposes, you're trading for Matthew Stafford, okay? I understand a younger version of Stafford, a more mobile version of Stafford, but in the same way that Stafford was never able to carry the Lions on his back in the way that we have seen subpar Green Bay teams get carried by Aaron Rodgers and then win 10, 11, 12 games, that is the mark of a a true great franchise quarterback is do you have the ability to uplift and elevate and carry a crappy team around you on your back 
Tom Brady's done it. Aaron Rodgers has done it. These true franchise greats have done it. Deshaun Watson hasn't proven that. Okay, if anything, he just looks like a stat compiler. Okay, playing on a bad team in the same way that Stafford put up. Now, I think Stafford could win the MVP this year because of the team around him. All right, and I think Stafford's a good quarterback. I think Watson's a good quarterback. But the idea that the Dolphins were willing to sell their souls, and it wasn't the fact that he's in trouble. That's of no consideration to the Dolphins whatsoever. They don't care that he's in trouble. They just care that they might have to pay a little too much. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, look, I could understand if all of this was completely over with and it came out that this was all made up from these women, et cetera, et cetera. But none of that's been proven at this point. And you're taking a complete shot in the dark. This is why the NFL has such a terrible rap when it comes to value sets and morality in their football teams. It looks terrible. These owners look terrible with this sell your soul to win at all cost. And Stephen Ross is so ate up over Deshaun Watson that it's kind of sick. It's all he cares about right now is Deshaun Watson coming to the fins. That's all he cares about. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. The National Felon League. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.